I honestly cannot believe what has been happening in these two days. It's been only two days. I wake up and I see that there is a reel that I created, the very first reel where I announced that my relationship um, ended. That reel is currently going viral. So if you are here from that reel, I welcome you to my world, to my energy, and I'm just really happy and grateful that I can, that I have the courage to speak my mind and to show everybody what I'm doing and how I'm going through this breakup and coming back at the other end stronger and more in my power. So that reel is going viral. So welcome if you're coming from that reel. And at the same time, I gained almost a thousand new followers in four days. I call this a quantum leap in manifestation world because a quantum leap means that you are, at the same time that you are breaking down this thing, you are building this other thing. And my divorce was, oh my God, I'm going to get emotional. It was such a hard process and it wasn't an easy process. And if you have heard my uh, podcast, you know that it wasn't. And then this morning, someone asked me that is going through something similar because obviously now I'm sharing more about the other end of the divorce. And this person asked me, how did you get over this divorce so quickly, so fast? And I was, I was going to answer to this person. I'm like, no, I'm going to create either a podcast or a live or something to explain a little bit better because you got to remember that when you are when you have an online business you i tend to share a lot and i am an oversharer <laughs> on, on instagram i share everything i don't care i cry i'm in my pajamas i you know i share a lot on instagram and when you are going through a relationship crisis it's not only you it's there's also another person involved with family with friends with their own community that i didn't want to I didn't want to step over that boundary and share things that we were not doing good if I know he wasn't, he wasn't in, in on this. So for me, it didn't start now. My divorce started uh, a year and a half ago before I came for the first time to Mexico. And I think this, this place is really, I don't know, it feels so at home. I don't feel at home in a lot of countries, but at, at Mexico, I feel so at home. And it was also here in Mexico when we traveled for three months, me and my ex-partner, where I, where I knew that, okay, I might not no longer want to be in this relationship. And saying that out loud brought so much pain inside of me, so much shame, uh, because he was a, a good person, you know? He, the, the, you know, there were things that were not working on between us. And parts of me that I had to push down to stay in this relationship that I was not finding important enough. I didn't think that those parts of me that I am now celebrating um, were important enough for, for this. Yes, indeed, Fatina. So we tried our best. So in, in a process of a divorce, if you've been married, we were for 10 years together you don't you don't just decide maybe some people do obviously and they don't tell their partners but with us it was 
it was a known thing that we were trying to work through it with that relationship therapy. We did all of the things. Um, I did a lot of healing and he wasn't open to the idea to keep growing more. And then I had to choose for myself because there were parts of me that really needed um, needed to be explored, needed to be here, needed to, needed to expand. So I went to Bali. Um, so we had seven months last year where we were separated because he is an avoidant attacher and he needed more space. And I have a disorganized attachment style, which means that depending on where the other person is, I will either tap more into my attachment, my anxiety, or my, you know, pushing people away. Now I'm healing that part, I think. I'm more comfortable leaning in, um, but, and more comfortable not going into my anxiety when I am, you know, handling relationships, especially in friendships right now. But it's really funny that I thought it was a good idea to give him the space that he needed. And for me, it was fine because I'm going to turn on the airco. Uh, for me, it was fine because I wanted to, um, to explore and heal that anxiety in me and learn to hold myself. And it was life-changing, honestly, those months that I was on my own were life-changing because every time I had emotions, every time I had something, I could not rely on, on him to, um, to give that to me. And I think that that was one of the biggest healings that I've had in a long time, that we tend to rely on other people to fulfill a certain need inside of us that we need to fulfill for ourselves. So those seven months were so healing that we were now traveling and we were still, you know, trying to work it out. And then right before I went to Bali, he showed some really bad habits. I have a history of um, my stepfather was an alcoholic and my mother smoked like crazy, which is also why she, um, she got lung cancer and passed away. So I have a really, I don't like these two habits. And he's a Dutch man and um, there is a lot of alcohol involved and a lot of during the weekend, there's a, it's, it's very normalized in the Netherlands. Um, I'm not saying that every Dutch person is an alcoholic, not at all. Um, but with him, it started fun and when we started the relationship, I didn't mind the alcohol. But when we were navigating this crisis, it became his coping mechanism. And I could not get through to him um, thank you so much, Josan. Jo um, and I could not get through to him and make us talk because, you know, he would avoid the situation and go to the bar. So that situation escalated. And before I went to Bali, um, I wanted a break. And I wanted a break not to explore with other people because, honestly, I'm, I'm not into that right now. Um, but just for me to for him to get the space and I even remember talking to him about this like okay if I go to Bali it's not about you finding other coping mechanisms when you get bored it's about you really diving into what is inside of you that is um, that is blocking our connection our, our intimacy and I think that in this case there is this this saying that says people can only meet you as far as they have met themselves. And this has proven so true for us because obviously we matched at a certain level. The old version of me matched beautifully with him. Otherwise, I wouldn't have married 
him and we wouldn't have survived for 10 years in this relationship, which was also really beautiful. I am very grateful for my ex-partner. I am very grateful for the lessons that I got to learn from him and learn with him and grow with him. Because honestly, I don't think that I would still be here um, if I wasn't in that relationship because in my darkest period, he was there for me um, to support me emotionally, mentally, physically. And, you know, it was a burnout and bad CPTSD episodes. So it would be very unfair to say that I regret a marriage or any of that. So I think that this is the message that I want to say that a lot of times we are with certain people for a period of time that are very pivotal and I even have a tattoo of him and I don't think that uh, I think uh, Fatina it's podcast number 52 or 50 one of the two um, but you can check out my podcast Sex and the City Hippie and I say it my most excruciating life-changing decision and I talk about that it's a divorce but um, going back to it is that having a tattoo on him of, of him I'm not gonna get it out because I honestly believe that he was a key person in my life. Without him being in my life, I would not be where I am where I am today on multiple levels. So I don't want to erase him. I want to honor him and I and I love him and I'm gonna miss him and I choose myself. And we both know that we are no longer making each other happy. You know, he wants to party and you know, he's just in a different phase of life and I am in a different phase of life. The things that no longer, um, no longer, the things that I used to do no longer fulfill me. Right now I want to be in this community and I want to do these things. Um, and I'm getting questions and I love that by the way. So feel free to ask any questions. That is the beauty of, of a life. How do you cope with the feeling of being lost after separation and that you need to build a life all over again, even when things seem stable around you? My gorgeous Misa that asked this question. I have a masterclass on this and I will tell you a little bit on, on, on the live. But if you really want to know how to do that, get my detached masterclass in my shop, uh, danielacuda.com slash detach, because it's literally going to guide you in this process of detaching. I already can give you a tip on how to cope with the feeling of being lost after separation is you're not lost. You have a blank canvas. Where do you want to go? What are the things that you want to do? What is your new timeline? A lot of us tend to stay stuck in that timeline. Okay, I was going to live my life from this timeline with this person. But once you know about manifestation and about dimensions and about uh, frequencies, you know that you can tap into infinite possibilities. And if this one is now no longer fulfilling you, then you can quickly change into a, another one. You can pivot. And then you come with my trauma-informed manifestation method. And my trauma-informed manifestation method is here to help you detach from your body because I know that a lot of people, a lot of manifestation queens out there that preach this beautiful method stay a lot in the head. Okay, you need to change the mindset, you need to think, you need to visualize, you need to put vision boards and stuff like that. And I um, devised, created a method that it's not only about that, it's also about, about embodying and about releasing a lot of blockages in your body so that the moment that you feel triggered, for instance, I feel a lot triggered. Um, 
right now I saw a picture that I had left in my house here in Mexico of us and I got triggered and I could be like no 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 uh, think about not don't think about him let's not think about him let's push him into a shop and instead of doing that I lean into that and I'm like okay I'm noticing that there was this timeline um, of us being here together that is no longer possible and I'm doing it as I'm talking I'm doing it right now with you and I just close my eyes and I go to that part that is showing up and I say it's okay to miss him it's okay to grieve that timeline it's okay to um, to let the emotions show up and let them be here because in my trauma-informed manifestation method it is not about it is not about letting go of the things and pushing the things away it's about really leaning into it and creating enough safety in your body to lean into that into that painful feeling like I just did with you you just saw me get triggered by the way and if you just tuned in then you can watch the replay or you know listen back a little bit and if you're on the podcast you can probably see the video um, but that's how I deal with it I do not push it down it's allowed to be here as much as it wants and then when you look at the process of my divorce like I said, it was a multiple times of breaking up and trying again and breaking up and trying again and breaking up and trying again. And um, I we even went to Aruba to spend Christmas together because he was so in his fight, flight, freeze mode that he couldn't, he couldn't um, be calm and he couldn't have a conversation with me where he wouldn't get triggered. So we were like, okay, let's go together to Aruba. We can relax there. And maybe that helps with you, um, you know, being able to say what it is that you want, if you want to do the things that, you know, I want to do and really sink into that. And um, in Aruba, it wasn't, a, I mean, I'm, I'm very grateful that I have a lot of beautiful friends there, um, but it wasn't the vacation that I at least envisioned. And then when I came back, I had a full-blown CPTSD episode in the airplane on my way to, to Holland, um, I completely numbed out from, from body down and I couldn't feel my, my feet. And for those of you that also have CPTSD, um, I know that you probably know this, sometimes we, we zone out so much that we completely um, detach from our bodies and it's basically a coping mechanism and I had that coping me mechanism show up on the airplane. And it was very scary because I couldn't feel my feet <laughs> and I couldn't feel my, my, my hands. And I knew that I was, that I was in a uh, panic attack slash CPTSD episode, um, but I have my tools. And I was very grateful that I was able to navigate through that um, ultimate discomfort where I lose control over my body. Um, and I told him, okay, grab some cold water. And we started wetting my feet. Uh, which is a technique that you could use, um, you know, like stroking my, my, my arms is another technique that you could use to get back into my body and breathing through it because it was so crazy. I mean, in a plane, you cannot, you cannot escape. <laughs> I couldn't go anywhere. And I know that if I stood up, I might want to move more and then people would see me in a full-blown panic attack and I didn't want that. So I had to really calm myself down from a seated position, which, which is really, really hard because if you know my methods, you know that it's all about movement. Um, but I, I, I took myself out from, from that breath. And in this airplane ride, I already kind of knew, Danny, you cannot do this, you cannot do this. But I still continued and we continued trying and we continued trying until one day I was like, okay, I want to take this decision from a regulated perspective. 
I don't want to be dysregulated when taking this decision because then you're taking it from your ego or your inner child that are not having their needs met. I wanted to take this decision from a regulated perspective and that's what happened. I was regulated, he went to the bar and I was at home, I don't know what I was doing at home. And then when he came back, he was telling me what he was doing at, at the bar and I, I felt such a disconnect from that story that I was like, okay, no, um, I think it's, I, I mean, I don't even know how I said it, but I know that it was from a dysregulated perspective. It was Friday night. And then the next morning, all of my fears came back and I kind of told him, let's, let's try it again. And he was like, okay. So he both said okay to the, to the divorce and okay to getting back together, which in a way is also a sign, you know, that there was, that there was no resonance there. Um, and then when he said, okay, I had that thought in my mind, like, Donnie, what are you doing? What are you doing? You're not supposed to be doing, you're not supposed to be doing. And then my body decided, um, my body decided um, through intimacy, basically, that this is not the person for us anymore. And it was so weird to once again, my biggest trauma is fleeing my body. And I'm going to get a little bit emotional because it didn't feel safe to feel emotion. It didn't feel safe to be in my body and be in my feminine essence. And now I feel safe. Now I can create that safety in my body that I can cry with you right now. And I know that I have a lot of new people in my community, welcome. Um, but this is me, I am very raw and I share it all and I talk you know, very bluntly. Um, but my biggest trauma is fleeing my body, not feeling my body um, because of all of the things that happened were so painful to deal with. And that almost healing that almost cost me my life, which is also why I say that I'm very grateful for my ex-husband because he was there for my darkest moment. Um, there was a point I didn't want to live anymore. So painful it was um, to feel that emotion in my body. But fast forward two years, I can create that safety in my body and I'm no longer fleeing it. I'm sitting in that discomfort and allowing my body to feel. So that was my biggest trauma and my body was also the one that decided the, the divorce. So for me, this divorce was a redirection of who I am. And like I said in the beginning of this podcast slash live, is that there were parts of me that were not welcome in the relationship, my spirituality. And in a way also the new program, the new retreat that I'm launching, the Liberated Queen and all of the things that I want to talk about in there. My ex-partner didn't feel comfortable um, with that and obviously we're in a relationship, so he had kind of had a little bit of consent. Um, so for me, it was really difficult to negate those very important parts of me, my spirituality, my psychic gifts that I have come to develop in the past year. Um, so every time I would have a crazy experience in my dreams or with a client, I would come, come and tell him, oh my God, this happened with this client and I saw their parents or I saw their sister or I saw this or I saw that. Um, and he would like literally just look at me and say, I don't understand it. But there was no, there was no intimacy in there. There was no depth in, in those conversations anymore. <sighs> so this redirected me to my, what I'm doing now. The content that I'm sharing about my divorce is literally a month worth of content from where I decided I didn't want the relationship anymore to now being here. 
and I do this technique called body work. I call it Kura body work. It's a combination of a lot of somatic things that I have learned over the course of year of the years um, to be able to hold space for myself. Um, and there is also a session in the link in bio uh, called uh, body work, Kura healing body work where I guide you in this process of releasing a lot of emotions. So if you feel called to do that, definitely advise you to go do that. But it's about sitting in the emotions and not running away from them and feeling them and the depth of it. And I, you can see in those videos that my heart is aching and I'm trying to move through it and trying to breathe through it. Um, and it was very painful. And I know that I didn't, um, there was a, a part of me that didn't even want to share these, this content. And I'm very grateful for my social media queen that said, well, if you're ready for it, then let's do it. And in my Kuda Manifestation program, I have this thing called the, um, the scary action. I'm like, okay, fuck it. This is going to be my scary action. And this is, also, this is also me. So I started sharing how I deal with this divorce. And I, did, I do body work almost every day, which is when I allow those negative emotions to be here. So that after that, I can be, I can be me and I can feel that bliss and I can hold space for both emotions, the grieving, the pain, and for the happiness and for this new divorce party that I'm launching, my, my uh, liberated queen retreat. And all of this energy is being channeled into that retreat. And it's going to be from the 12th and to the 17th of June in the Netherlands. If you are interested in this retreat, that it's all going to be about how to hold space to all of it, not only from your heart, not only for your heart emotions, but also towards your womb, towards your yoni, and for you to be a fully, completely in alignment being. It's more than sex, it's not about sex. Yes, we're gonna talk freely and openly about that topic, but it's not sex in, like I said, in the life of yesterday, you can go check that one out. It's not about giving your, your sexual energy away to other people, it's not about that. It's, I'm not gonna teach you, you know, that, that type of stuff. It's about your own energy and it's about your own sensuality and it's about how can you create so much safety within you that you are liberated from shame, from conditioning, so that you can just be here. And I cannot wait um, to show my queens because I'm going to the Netherlands to sign a certain paper I'm going to be going to the Netherlands in June to sign my divorce papers and I think that's going to be a very beautiful energy um, to create this, this divorce party, <laughs> I wanted to say, <laughs> to, to create this divorce party, to create this uh, liberated queen retreat. I am just so excited. The program is already done. I already know what we're going to be doing. However, I don't work with people looking at what we're going to do and how many sessions and that, 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 no. You have to trust that if you feel pulled to, this, to do this retreat, um, DM me and I will tell you, maybe talk to you about what is it that you need to know so that you can make an de informed decision. Um, but I am not into communicating the whole thing because when you want a certain version of you, you need to trust that I'm going to tailor make this offer to this retreat to take you in that journey and you're going to get everything that you need. And if you want to know how it is to, to be in a retreat with me, definitely check out my highlights. And you see a past retreat in there and you see like a lot of experiences. That was my rebirth retreat, 
which I give once a year and I, I'm not going to give it this year anymore and I'm probably not going to give any retreats anymore at least not for this length of retreats maybe a one-day live event or something like that later this year um, but retreats this is the last retreat for this year um, so if you want to join um, and really embody that liberated version of you whether you are in a relationship or not it doesn't matter because trust me your partner is going to love the version of you that is going to come back home to them <laughs> after this retreat i think i saw a question here i'm glad you did you have no idea how it matters to know that you are not alone in what you're doing going through and someone knows how it feels oh thank you so much Maisa, and sending you so much love uh, this happened to me, severe emotional abuse and manipulation, my body showed me the way. Uh, sending you so, so, so much love and I'm so grateful. If you are a queen that is in this position right now where you are doubting to, to leave the relationship or not, I have one important question, write it down, take out your pens and papers, allow me to be your coach here on Instagram. What do I need to make a decision and journal on that? What do I need to stick to that decision? What support do I need? And there is a reel, I think, also on this because support is so important when you're going through life-changing transitions um, because that, that voice in our heads are going to constantly try to, try to pull us there. Okay, no, let's go back. No, there are, there's only this man in the whole white world or this woman in the whole white world and we should stick to this person. So you really need support um, and accountability to keep you there. So my divorce was the biggest life lesson uh, of choosing me, of holding me, of giving myself all the needs that I, all the needs that I want. I'm not looking for a partner right now. Honestly, I don't even want it <laughs> right now um, because there are so many things that I want to explore about myself and I want to create this beautiful community and I want that freedom to, um, to explore and to go wherever I want and um, to go wherever I want. Um, yes, support is my number one and self-awareness. Yes, Rita, self-awareness. And if you allow me to add one to that, so there is a, a follower here that says, support is my number one and self-awareness. I would love to, to add one to it, which is body work. Because self-awareness is here, support is on the outside, but you really need to get down and dirty in your body because your nervous system needs your support and you're the only one that can support your nervous system to go through this transition. So if you want that support for your body, you can go and on my link in bio and check out that live, that um, session that I give, I think it's 77 euros. Um, it's a, an hour and a half guided session where I teach you how to, how to navigate through all of that emotion and release it in your body, which is a lot of the things that you've been seeing in my reels. And other than that, I also have my Kuda Manifestation program where I explain to you how to create your own bodywork uh, methods and how to, you know, use my uh, trauma-informed manifestation technique. You can also already join that. And at the end of the year, uh, I am launch I, you, you can join the group coaching that is tied to, to that offer, to the Kuda Manifestation program. So you can already start now and at the end of the year, you can have that. If you want to work live with me, which is very rare because I do everything online, then you can join the Liberated Queen Retreat in the Netherlands from the 12th till the 17th of June. I'm going to go because I have a one-on-one -on -one client right now. I'm going to send you so, so, so much love. Yes, Skundalini is an amazing, an amazing tool. 
and it is one of the tools that I use um, because Kundalini energy is about moving the energy in your body and there are multiple ways that you can you can reach into all of that. So there are a lot of Kundalini, you have shamanic breath work, you have uh, pleasure breath work, you have so many, so many somatic practices that you can do to hold yourself. So leuk om je weer te zien. Ah, leuk Rio. I'm sending you so much love. I'm gonna go to my one-on-one clients and I see you next time. Bye bye.